0: day and as always welcome to the UEFA Champions League podcast for today Sunday the 22nd of May 2022 wherever you're tuning into this episode from across the multiple nations of the world welcome to the most exciting informative and educative sports show on the calling platform with yours truly Philip Alimo and I've got love for sports and undoubtedly the greatest club competition on earth the UEFA Champions League on today's episode we'll be looking at a remarkable journey of Liverpool this season and their road to qualification the UEFA Champions League final in Paris. Wherever you're tuning in, sit back, relax, and enjoy. As always with me to do the discussions tonight is my able guest, Joining us all the way from the United Kingdom, football expert, Justin Akowa. Wherever you are, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Justin, good evening and welcome to tonight's episode. Good evening, Philip. How are you doing? I'm doing exceptionally well. How has your weekend been? My weekend has been very, very
1: nice. Thanks for asking.
0: Definitely. A quick summary of Liverpool's season. And to put it into perspective, Liverpool has played every single game that is available in the season. They've played 64 games so far and
1: they've lost only three well, I think that, that, that goes to show how, how good Liverpool have been this season. And as you know, how they were plagued with a lot of injuries last season in terms of the centre back department, as well as the full back department and even the midfield department. And so, so probably sometimes the, the attacking department. You can see Liverpool went through a lot, but then, um, in the a, in, a, in in a season whereby they've had everyone fits, everyone running almost the whole season and and um a good and a good few and a and a good number of incomings during the both transfer windows. You can you you can tell that it is a testament to how well Liverpool have done and how far they have come. So I think that they've had a very, very good season overall um in in terms of how they play and in terms of how most of their players have been have been able to um, be fit and available for most of the games this season.
0: If you look at this Liverpool side, for you, uh, which player has been your unsung hero?
1: Well, um, I mean, for me, probably the unsung hero will be um, Alisson. because um, if 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 you could if you could tell at a point last season Alisson was very consistent in terms of errors in in terms of bad passes out of the back end. Um that was that's that's that actually um also discouraged a very dis, already disgruntled Liverpool side and, and and for me I believe that this season he has he has returned to he has returned to top form even though liverpool have conceded some goals he has done very well in 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 terms of prevention of shorting he is he is around top three in terms of goals prevented um in the league and and you can and you can tell that's why he has he is um even even as a result of that he is sharing he is sharing um the golden glove with um, Edison this, um, this season and, and 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 that shows and that shows the kind of resurgence he has had throughout um, this season.
0: Definitely. And uh, speaking of Alison, uh I would want to give our cherished audience a bit of highlights of that moment when Alison headed the winner in injury time last season against West Brom. To ensure that liverpool qualified for this season's champions league and we'll come back to you mr kowa in the studios
2: start this by west roberto in there certainly doing the pushing at the moment and the pushing that has got them in with roberto who scores pavinho yeah. goes forward onto to tiago beautiful from liverpool money well it's a brilliant liverpool move it's free flowing it's fluid and the final shot is Here's Sadio Mane, Firmino can't take it and it wasn't the easy sport to deal with. One back and into the back of the net by Mohamed Salah. And this is Sadio Mane and Firmino's there. Oh. And a bit scruffy with the clearance and Mane's around the back and scores. Well the whistle has gone, the flag is up. Dalega with the corner and the header down is into the back of the net. But now the flag goes up, What side given? Well that's Firmino, that's glorious, this is Alexander Arnold for Liverpool, no over the top, Robertson, Salah, Wijnaldum, a hero needed in red or maybe black, make yourself a story, it's Alexander, Arnold. oh it's Alisson, unbelievable, the big Brazilian stopper has only got him gone forward,
0: and score header with the last touch of the game. And that is Mr Kowas on sunk hero for Liverpool and indeed he scored the injury time winner for Liverpool against West Brom to ensure that Liverpool beat West Brom two one to qualify for this season's championship, literally on the last game for the Premier League last season. And uh talking of Alisson, uh, uh what about his game? Stood out for you, Mr. Kowa?
1: Well, as as we all know, Alisson is Allison has been one of the best keepers since arriving from Roma and and apart from apart from his his modern style of goalkeeping, he is well noted for his 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 prowess is in in one v one situations probably the highest um, in the top five European leagues because he is such a very he is he is very very good at that and he has he has probably prevented more than more than seven goals um, in terms of in in terms of an accumulation of those kind of chances that Liverpool have conceded over the season and and that is impressive for any keeper whether you're in the whether you're whether whether you are in the lower whether you are in the lower part of the the league or you are there you are you are in the top 10 of the league so then that puts him head and shoulders above anyone else in terms of goalkeeping and it is and it is and i think that and i think that it is well known now that it is quite difficult to beat Alisson in, in 1v1 situations
0: and uh speaking speaking of Liverpool and Alisson and in the defense, in the in the defensive lineup, which of the defense guys made an impact for you uh, as a pundit and as a football expert throughout this season?
1: Well, for me, I think there are probably one or two players who 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 I can who I can who I can think of as have done very well in. Um we can we can go back to what Virgil van Dijk has done after his injuries sustained in the Merseyside Derby last season after um Jordan Pickford Jordan Pickford injured him. You can you can tell that Van Dijk has really come into terms um in his in his in his old in his old um, level of play, intense level of play as a centre back. And I think for me he has been one of the best defenders in the league this season, as well as one of the best defenders in 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 Europe, and and I and I and I and I think that it goes to show how well Liverpool have done because even even um, even after even after this kind of very very difficult knee injury that um, Virgil van Dijk suffered, he is. He is, he is he is known to be top five players for liverpool who have played the most minutes this season and that goes to show how fit and how consistent that Virgil van Dijk has been able to perform and his injury hasn't been hasn't been much of a much of a problem after he has recovered fully from that injury. So I am I am I am I am pretty excited to see Alisson Playing very well as he, as sorry, Virgil van Dijk played very well as he came back from injury. And I think that, um, that is, and I, and, and I, and I believe for me that is quite inspirational for, for, for players who, who come back from career threatening injuries, um, which may probably result into a loss of pace, a loss of agility, and probably loss of movement. But then it, it looks like van Dijk is still a shadow of his old self even before he suffered that injury
0: so will you say liverpool's performance this season and having the ability to, to 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 withstand the pressure is as a result of good goalkeeping or a better defensive line
1: well um i think that it is it is a mixture of both and I believe that there have been there have been sometimes we could consider Liverpool as being lucky in terms of um, how how they play their football because it is high risk high reward. They play with a defensive high line, so then they have to be as solid as possible in terms of in terms of all the facets of play, and that is what has happened. And sometimes you could look through some matches um, whereby you could see Liverpool actually suffer suffer some suffer some defensive lapses where probably the opponent actually beats their offside trap and Abe and will square up one v one against Alisson and probably no score. But then once 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 that chance is missing or once that chance has been missed by the opponent, you can see Liverpool right um, immediately take the initiative and score against the round of play. So Liverpool have shown some Liverpool have shown some some effectiveness in in those facets of their game, and I wouldn't base it on just probably good goalkeeping and good defense. I think that they have been they have been quite balanced, and they have been they have been a, um, a well-rounded performance. sorry a well-rounded side and this season in terms of the attack, in terms of midfield, and even and even with the midfield, you can attribute it um, with Thiago actually coming into the four with very, very consistent performances and probably less injuries than expected. And even Nabi Keita lifting his his um, level of in, intensity up. So then you can, you can tell that Liverpool have actually benefited from a well-rounded performance from all their players in every department this season.
0: In every department this season, Liverpool has definitely stood out. And for them to stand out, it means during the pre-season they did certain things right and talking of the right things it's the summer teams always need to get their transfer right mr Kowa, what transfer for summer and winter for that you do you think did the magic for liverpool to have the sort of season they have had and because if you uh, in in one of their games against southampton I, I I recall uh, coach Jogging Club referring to a side as a Ferrari, a, a Ferrari, a Ferrari that is easily, easily, you cannot replace the, 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 the team. The The second side is as good as the first side. And I recall uh, a one moment, Pele, the legendary Pele once said, if you want to win a tournament or you want to have a good season, you have to pray that, your best players are on form. Your bench is as good as your starting eleven and it's injury free So for you, which end of the transfer business did the magic for liverpool
1: well i believe well, I believe that Liverpool did what they had to do in um in the transfer window in both transfer windows actually because once because once they were suffering with the left um center back issues and and they weren't willing to sign Ozan Kabak to a permanent deal. They 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 they, they actually took advantage of long-time target um, Ibu Konati um, from from RB Leipzig and signed it. Signing him um, was was a was a very very good step into helping to helping supplement um, a defense which already had um, Joe Gomez, Joe Matip, as well as Virgil van coming back from um numerous injuries so then that helped them and, and, and also I think that's um I, I think that's having um in in January they had they had they had a very very good transfer window by signing and probably one of one of the best informed players in, in the European leagues um outside the top five that was Luis Diaz because even at that time he had around 16 goals for Porto going into going into the going into the new year and and probably that showed how that that's that showed how good Liverpool had come in in, in terms of um, scouting and looking for players and I think that and 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 for me I think looking at this you could you can you can you can tell how he has eased into the side he has done very well when he is called upon and he is used and he is used as an asset in in terms of when facing low deep blocks and that's and that has helped that has helped free a lot of liverpool attackers because you actually have to double him when defending because his tricky and the way he is direct at times actually gives um opposition defenses a lot of problems so then um this is so this this has been the kind of business liverpool have have done um Within the two transfer windows, and has actually been beneficial, and has and has reaped um, quite good benefits heading into the future, and even now,
0: definitely. And uh, zooming into the Champions League, Liverpool this season in the Champions League have only lost once. They began their Champions League campaign on the fifteenth of September, twenty twenty one, in Group B, beating AC Milan by three goals to two. And speaking of AC Milan, AC Milan, if I'm right, I've won the Scudetto for the first time since 2010. And congratulations to all AC Milan fans and to the entire playing body and management. And on the 28th of September 2021, Liverpool beat Porto by five goals to one. On the 19th of October 2021, they beat Atletico Madrid in Madrid by three goals to two. In the return leg for the group fixtures on the third of November 2021, they beat Atletico by two goals to nil in Anfield, and on the 24th of November, they beat Porto by two goals to nil again in Anfield, and on the 7th of December, they beat AC Milan by two goals to one. On the 16th of February this year, in the round of 16 first leg, they beat Inter Milan by two goals to nil in Milan, and in the return leg in Anfield. They lost by a lone goal to Inter Milan at Anfield which has been their only defeat in the Champions League this season and it's one of three defeats they've only experienced this season in all competitions and on the 5th of April 2022 they beat Benfica 3-1 in the quarterfinals first leg in their return second leg they beat, they drew 3-3 with Benfica and Anfield, taking it 6-4 on aggregate to qualify for the semifinal. And in the semifinal, they beat Villarreal by two goals to nil in the first leg on the 27th of April this year. And on the 3rd of May in the second leg, they beat Villarreal by three goals to two, making it 5-2 on aggregate to qualify for this year's Champions League final and for which we are building up to that big finale in Paris. Wherever you are, join us on the 28th for a live coverage of the Champions League finals between Liverpool and Real Madrid. And Mr. Kowa, what at what point in the Champions League do you think gave Real Madrid the impetus to believe the quadruple was possible and to believe they could win? Or make a third appearance in the Champions League in five seasons.
1: Well, I mean, I think that Liverpool have, even though even though it has looked quite challenging for them, it's for me it look like once once they beat Benfica, um, and they knew the path to the final, um, they they actually they actually knew that they actually stand a real chance because we. Um, I think we've forgotten that they faced Villarreal before. Maybe it was a few years ago, but then they actually were able to beat Villarreal in the, in the Europa League. So I think the that other that point that gave, that gave Liverpool a sense of belief that they can actually, or they have a good shot at making the Champions League final after Villarreal took out Bayern Munich in and, and a game where everyone thought it was going to be otherwise. So I believe that Liverpool... Um, Liverpool's belief in terms of making an, another European Cup final was 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 quite blatant or was quite obvious at the time that they knew they were scheduled to face um, Villarreal CF of Spain. Which player for
0: you has been outstanding for Liverpool specifically in the Champions League campaign?
1: Well, I I think that I think that. Um, Liverpool have had good certain good players at um, different points in in the Champions League season, but I think that for me, the one who cuts across most of most of the games in the Champions League probably the most consistent has been Thiago Alcantara because um, after his on and off season. Um, After he 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 sustained an injury, um, he he sustained an injury in the Mazi Side Derby last season as well. Um, Thiago has actually come into his old form, his typical form that he was showcasing at Bayern, his talented self with which he was playing in a very dominant manner for Bayern Munich. This is the same way he has been quite instrumental to Liverpool, and as you know, if Liverpool face teams that they are significantly better than them. People, they tend to defend in in the, in the lower block. And with the way Thiago Alcantara picks his passes from midfield, you know that his passes could beat almost every defensive line you can think of, no matter how tight and and deep it is. And that is what has come to the rescue um, to, to Liverpool in terms of having that presence in midfield, who, who can be able to pick out the passes and and actually free up the attackers for them to um have shots on on goal. And I mean we could also speak about um ibra um Ibu Konate's um presence to during the knockout stages has been quite outstanding for me in in the in the away games, in the knockout away games. Um and I think he has also had he has also had his fair share of his fair share of impact. Luis Diaz I mean in in the in the semifinal the second leg against Villarreal also had a very 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 um impactful game. Came on in the second half and actually left Juan Foyt for dead because he was he was he was he was, he was quite tricky and, and he was he was someone who 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 couldn't be defended in that half. And Trent Alexander Arnold who for me has had an impressive um, Champions League run. Um, even though, even though his, even though his defensive, his defensive side isn't 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 the best, I think that he has had a very very large impact um, with Liverpool in, in terms of attacking on the right hand side, and, and he has been quite instrumental putting in very very good crosses for for the Liverpool attackers to score. And for me, those have probably been my best players for Liverpool in this Champions League round to the final.
0: Awesome. But which game has been your most memorable Liverpool game in the Champions League this season?
1: Well, uh, that is that is that is for me probably will be the game um, I the Wanda Metropolitan. Um for me that looked like that looked like one of Liverpool's toughest um, Champions League games because it looked like it was it, it was it was a game where um, Antoine Griezmann was was playing very well, but then Klopp Klopp and his Klopp and his side were able to come out of that tie very um on unscathed. Then and and I believe that Liverpool performed quite well. And, look, and for me, I think it was it was a very professional performance because you know that you know that when 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 you're playing away in the Champions League, the crowds could be quite hostile and probably go against you. And I believe that Liverpool were able to handle that quite well. And we could we could even look at um the tie at the San Siro against Inter Milan. And I believe that Liverpool actually performed quite well. And for me, with a with with a game whereby Marcelo Brozovic had, had a very, very good game um in the midfield for Inter Milan, Liverpool made a few tweaks and they were and they were able to come out Two nil winners that actually set the tone for quite probably um, a, a, a more relaxed performance at Anfield, which unfortunately they they lost by a, a lone goal to nil. So I think for me those um, that has been their two best performances at the at the Wanda Metropolitano, as well as the game against Inter Milan at the San Siro. Definitely,
0: for me that game at the San Siro also stood out for me, and I'm not surprised. It's also one of your best games uh, in the Champions League as far as this Liverpool side was concerned. And uh, talking of the finals and this Liverpool side, Mohamed Salah has stated extensively it is revenge time. Do you think it will be a repeat of the 2018 final or this time it will be revenge for Liverpool in Paris?
1: Well, I think that this this will be this will be quite close to call because, um, Liverpool Liverpool weren't a full weren't weren't um they have a full complement, um, side that faced Real Madrid last season in the Champions League, and even and and even that they had their primary right back on in the name of Trent Alexander Arnold. Then I think that it will be I think that his 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 battle against. And um, Vinicius Junior. Um, next weekend will be will be will be quite will be quite um the most the most um, will be the biggest determinant in the Champions League final. And I believe that Liverpool have Liverpool have a good chance of doing of winning their seventh European title. But then we cannot we cannot count out the grandmasters of the UEFA Champions League out in Real Madrid. So I. I believe that it will be a tightly contested game if Liverpool could have Virgil van Dijk as well as Mohamed Salah fully fit and ready um, for that game in Paris against Real Madrid.
0: And speaking of Mohamed Salah, Liverpool is a team that boasts of a lot of African talents. And Mr. Kowa, uh, this show is a show that cuts across multiple nations of the world and there are many young footballers who listen to this uh, this show. Uh, podcast, and uh, if you could give us a background of the African players in the Liverpool squad and how they've been instrumental to Liverpool's performance this season, that would be very brilliant.
1: Well, thank you, and um, I think that I, I think that um, we all know we all know the two most um, prominent African players in in um, world football right now, play for Liverpool. That's, that is um, Mohamed Salah and Sadio Mane. And I think that these two players have been quite instrumental for Liverpool this season, uh, especially Mohamed Salah, who probably had world-best shouts um, in the beginning or in the very first half of the season. Very, very instrumental. Had, had, um, had a lot of decisive goals. Uh, example, for the one... In the San Siro against um, Inter Milan, as well as um, some beautiful goals against Manchester City, even the winning goal against um, Atletico Madrid at the Wanda Metropolitano. So, this this has been this has been a guy, this has been a player who who has been probably very 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 productive in terms of um, goals goals and assists this season, and it has and it has reflected very well in even the English Premier League, with which. Mohamed Salah finished with a double double. That means he had more than ten goals in the league as well as more than ten assists. So that shows that shows the kind of influence Mohamed Salah has if he is in the best of form. But then he has slowed down a bit, and I think that for and I and I and I and I think that the one who carried the slack the most was um, uh, Sadio Mane of Senegal. For someone who who beat Mohamed Salah twice in. In in very very competitive nature on the African continent, Um, I think that for me that served as a boost for Mohamed, sorry for Sadio Mane to go the to go the long way and also show his show his impact for um, Liverpool because as you can tell, um, Firmino has been Firmino has been um, playing second fiddle to probably um, Diogo Jota and the other attackers because he has had a more he has had a more reduced impact for liverpool and even even though diogo jota wasn't in the best of form in 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 um a few in in some number of games um you can tell that sadio mané stepped up to the plate and actually played in um, up front in the middle for Liverpool, and with a with a way he was playing, he drew he drew defenders to him, freeing up the runners on the sides. That's probably either Salah and Diaz, or probably Salah and Jota, and and I believe that that is what has helped um, Liverpool um, in the second half of the season. And even you can tell that even you you can tell even in. Um, the knockout stages for Liverpool. Sadio Mane has perhaps scored the most knockout goals this season for Liverpool. That shows how that shows how um, clutch, or that shows how crucial um, Sadio Mane's impact has come because he 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 started the season not so well, but then I believe that he has finished the season quite strongly, and he has had very very good and um, crucial goals for Liverpool. And I think that um with with navigator, even though he hasn't been he hasn't been very, very fit for Liverpool this season he has had um more minutes and has actually impacted some games and actually um imposed his presence in the midfield for for Liverpool because um there were some times where Fabinho hasn't been as his at his top most best and, and and I and I and I and I believe that Naby Keita also stepped up in in these games where Fabinho couldn't step up and played very well to actually give Liverpool an increased midfield presence. So I believe that these 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 three African players have come out and have been quite crucial for Liverpool this season in the Champions League.
0: Definitely, uh, the, these players undoubtedly have been very crucial for Liverpool and uh, Liverpool until this evening were in line for a historic quadruple. they would have been the second side ever in the history of world football to have achieved a quadruple. But that doesn't take away what they've achieved this season. And uh, this season they finished the Premier League on 92 points. In the past seasons, Liverpool with the same points could have won the Premier League. And I remember in 2019, Liverpool and Manchester United and Manchester City. Finished again one point apart to win the league title. That was Manchester City doing it all the way in Brighton in 2019. And uh, Mr. Kowa, a quick reaction to what we experienced this afternoon in Anfield and all the way in Manchester.
1: Well, I believe that it's the same old story for Liverpool. Well, they they came very close and. I think that in in these kind of instances, they were quite they were, they regret the, the the mistakes they have made in the season. Probably looking back at a few games where they could have gotten more points out of their situation, and also slipping to um, teams like such as Spurs, such as Chelsea, um, also also came in handy um, for them, and even. Even the draws against, even the draws against Manchester City in both legs, to also show how, show how um, regretful they could be. But then altogether, it has been a, a, a good season. And as and as we all know, Pep Guardiola is a force to be reckoned with. And I think it is it is just fine that um, a coach like Jurgen Klopp and his team have been able to push them to their limits and even. As Pep, as Pep Guardiola said, he is actually grateful for for Liverpool because he has that team has been able to push to push Manchester City and their players to their limits because they knew what was at stake and they knew that if they slip, Liverpool would be there to pounce on it. So, um, I mean, they were close but they couldn't get it done, and it is up to them next season to also show that they could they can possibly um, usurp Manchester City off the pinnacle of English football um, currently.
0: Definitely. And uh, as always, don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe to the UEFA Champions League show on calling. We're also available on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Nadim, thank you so much for joining us for this live podcast. We enjoy your listening uh, 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 your your listenership and the fact that you've made time to join us for this live podcast. And uh, before we wrap up, we, we, we in, in in this week's episode we'll be building up all the way to the Saturday's final in 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 Paris. And wherever you are, we hope you make time to join us. We'll be, this week would we'll also continue and wrap up with the final story, the concluding part of Jogging Club's success story with Liverpool. We've spoken about his success story in previous episodes last week, and if you have time, you can go to those episodes and listen. You would It would inspire and spark your thought of imagination to also aspire to greatness and excellence. Mr. Kowa, in summary, what's would you and how would you describe Liverpool's performance this season in one in one in one word?
1: Um I think the right word would be consistent, probably resilient and probably also perci- they persevered. But then I think that they still have a long way to go in terms of challenging man city and being able to and being able to knock them off their perch. So I believe that Liverpool, Liverpool have been a brilliant team, quite fantastic this season, in terms of challenging Manchester City and and being able to win a domestic double. So, good luck to them on Saturday, um, next Saturday, as they come up against Real Madrid in the Champions League in, in France.
0: Just before we wrap up, uh, uh, just before we wrap up, Justin, do you think Manchester Manchester uh, City? And Liverpool, but specifically Liverpool, given the intensity of their performance this season, do you think next season they can carry the same momentum or they will burn out?
1: Well, I believe that the both teams have both teams have the capacity to actually carry on with the intensity because um, I believe that there is there is really no major tournament this summer so gives them more time to rest apart from the nations league and the international break that the players will be facing a short international break i believe that everyone will be will be ready um, and able and um, for for next season and i believe that both teams will be able will be able to carry out will be able to carry out with the form that they have exhibited in in this season that has that has just ended domestically, so I believe that yeah, Liverpool and Manchester City will again play very well next season.
0: Definitely, as always, it's been a pleasure coming your way with today's episode of the UEFA Champions League podcast. With me in the studios has been our able guest and international football expert, Mr. Justin Akowa, joining us for all the in-depth analysis and discussions. This week is a packed one and don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe and listen to the UEFA Champions League podcast. It's free and it is your most exciting, informative, and educative sports show on the calling platform, on Apple Podcasts, and on Spotify. I'll leave you with our official signature tune, B Champions, be fruitful and have a blessed and wonderful week.